You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. <clears throat> I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,282, and it's our 1,595th interview. We've been on the air for three three years. We've been on the air since March of 2009, and we're the longest-running business podcast here in Orange County, California. My guest today has been especially busy over the last month helping his clients cope with the impact of the coronavirus outbreak on their individual and family finances, as well as the impact on their small businesses. Wayne Titus is the author of The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being, in which he shows business owners how to build a dependable, communicative relationship with a financial advisor who understands their unique needs. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast or the work that I do as a business mentor here in Orange County, California, why don't you visit my website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Wayne, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Hey, Rick. I'm excited to be here with you tonight. I'm excited to have you here, my friend. Let's start by talking about your book, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. What's the main idea behind the book? Well, the main idea of the book is that uh, it's critical for entrepreneurs to find a trustworthy advisor. And what I mean by that is that you, you seek out an advisor that's interpretive and collaborative, that has your best interest in mind, and most importantly, provide that perspective that integrates tax, financial, and investment strategy. And, you know, behind all of that, there should be a process that's robust enough that important aspects of this integrated plan don't fall through the cracks. I would think that during this, in the open, I said you've been especially busy the last month or so since this virus has really kind of taken hold. Um, I would have to believe that given the pressure that's been put on small business owners, many of them are the kind of clients that you work with, um, that consulting and trusted advisor aspect has really had to be called into a lot more a need and help for your clients. And that's absolutely correct. I mean, I'm, I'm probably like many people, I had to cancel plans, uh, you know, for vacations and, and, and things like that. But, you know, these past few weeks have been probably some of the busiest of the year for us and uh, likely will remain so. Right. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the the impact of coronavirus on businesses later in our interview. But I, I want to stick kind of with the book for a little bit. What's the inspir? What was the inspiration for you to take the time and make the commitment, Wayne, to write the book? What I found over time is that entrepreneurs often don't know what they don't know when it comes to finances, taxes, and investments, and they may especially not understand why it's crucial to integrate these important areas. You know, their advisors are failing them. They just don't know it. Uh, those advisors are uber-focused in their silo. You know, they're the CPAs that are preparing only tax returns, or they might be the investment professional that's focused on selling products or pushing off responsibility for taxes. I don't know if you've ever heard uh, somebody say, you know, talk to your accountant or your tax advisor because I can't give you tax advice. You know, or they could be even the advisor that's the financial planner that doesn't speak investments or taxes. I wrote The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Wellbeing to help entrepreneurs understand that their, uni their needs are unique. They should be looking for an advisor who understands and can support 
those unique needs. And this book helps entrepreneur answer, entrepreneurs answer two important questions. Am I getting what I need out of my relationship with my advisor? And do I have a good understanding of the process they're using and why, and why that's important? So how long ago did you decide you had a book in you, this book in you, and that you wanted to kind of write it? What was that process like? I, I, over time, I think I, what I started to realize is I can, only, I can only speak to so many people face-to-face. And a lot of the, the people that I was speaking with, I was hearing basically the same things over and over again and, and seeing the same mistakes. And I thought the message needs to get out to a broader audience. And so uh, just over a year ago, I, you know, I finished the book and, and we published. Um, it was about a year process to, to put everything down on paper. Uh, it was a great experience, and I'm, I'm so glad to be able to share those stories that we have and, and, and uh, compare and contrast examples for people to better understand these things. I think I know, based on how you've talked about the book, and we're talking about Wayne Titus's book, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. But who specifically is the target audience for your book? Uh, well, entrepreneurs, you know, our, our, li- our lives are hectic. I count myself in that, in that group. And we need time to focus on what's important to us. We're constantly under that stress of balancing work, life, and self. And it's important to have trusted advisors to watch our backs. Uh, that gives us the freedom to concentrate on our passion. You know, usually that's our businesses and our families. You know, for us as entrepreneurs, our business is our baby. And if you're a parent, you realize, you know, just like raising your child, there is no instruction manual. Um, And because of that frantic pace that we have, entrepreneurs, you know, typically end up trusting our gut with things. And we have blind spots. You don't know what you don't know until somebody holds that mirror up for us and we just can't see it. I wrote this book specifically for those entrepreneurs that are uncertain or uncomfortable with the advisory relationship that they have, but they don't know why. For entrepreneurs that know they may be receiving advice from a siloed perspective, and for entrepreneurs that want, that want or desire that confidence that comes with achieving that financial well-being. This book is for the entrepreneur that wants that peace of mind, knowing that their financial well-being is secure, or if they aren't sure how to obtain it. You're listening to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. We're interviewing Wayne Titus. He's a bunch of things. One of them, he's an author, and the book is The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. Wayne, would it be your advice to a business owner that he or she have the same financial advisor on the business side as well as on the personal side, taking a holistic approach? Or what's your advice for business owners who uh, are in that situation? Yeah, I think it is important to integrate those things. You know, we don't require our clients uh, engage us on both the business side or the personal side of things. But I think it's more critical that they, they have a holistic advisor that not only is able to do business and personal, but also to integrate the tax, the financial, and the investment strategy on both of those sides because those things play together. And, uh, again, if you treat it as a silo, uh, you don't get all of the benefits of, of holistic approaches. You know, my experience working with business owners here in Southern California, Orange County, is many of them overweight their investment in their business. You know, they mm-hmm. they 
they tend to really focus on that and sometimes don't pay as much attention to their personal finances as well. Have you found that to be the case in your working that's as well? Yeah, that's absolutely the case. Um, and you know, having having a strategy where you're leveraging your business to be your retirement is important. But I think it's important not to lose sight of the fact that you've got all your eggs in one basket, and maybe you should be trying to design a strategy that helps diversify that. Uh, you know, so that you don't you don't fall into that trap. Um, so I, I do. I think it's important to integrate that, but to expand and diversify. You know, just like you would prudently in the investment world, you want right. to do the same thing with your business. So let's take a a quick walk through the book. If you know, I I, I say sometimes you take me through the table of contents, but what I'm really I'm not asking you to literally take us through the table of contents. But what I'd like to know is kind of a guided tour for the layout of the book what will a reader learn and is there any specific uh, area of the book that you wanted to highlight here on critical mass radio show and podcast yeah sure i think that the first the first thing we start with is setting the stage and exploring you know what makes us unique as entrepreneurs and why it's important to understand the various types of advisors and there are different kinds of advisors we also dive into what uh, what to look for in their capacity to serve you, you know, you know, how are they in leadership and governance and stewardship? Those are those are important areas to to understand. The next section of the book is where we dive into the strategic into what we call strategic relationship management. We outline the process for discovery, for communication and implementation. Our goal, really, with this section is to expand your understanding of how the process of communication works and why that's important. It should be strategic and iterative. You know, communication is crucial, and it's probably one of the most crucial processes that you need to have in place with your advisor. So understanding how that process works and how it best should look uh, is important. And finally, in the in the later chapters of the book, we provide specific examples, actually throughout the whole book, but we provide specific examples and practical stories uh, so you can understand strategic wealth management gone wrong hmm. and contrast that with examples of what it looks like when it goes right, when you're integrating, taking that holistic approach and between personal and finance, as well as the tax, the financial, and the investment strategy making sure those things are integrating and providing specific examples on why. Um, you have to remember, you don't know what you don't know, and these stories fill those gaps. We're big fans of peer learning here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. That's kind of why I started to do the show in 2009. I, I think we can learn a lot from others if we just take the time to learn their story, ask some questions. And so hearing that you have kind of real-world examples in your book, uh, is really encouraging to me because I do think p people love a good story, Wayne, and they also love a good story, especially if they can kind of see themselves in it or at least they get a direct lesson from it. So uh, I I'm excited that you added that to your book, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. Can we shift our focus for, for the time that we have left here on the on the program? Because I, I do want from your experience, you know, what are you seeing the impact of the coronavirus on small business has been? And I know it's been devastating, but what should entrepreneurs and small business owners be doing right now to deal with this situation? Yeah, I think devastating is probably the right word. 
uh, so many businesses in a week's time shifted from business as usual to agonizing over how they're going to stay in business. I, I, I think it's important to focus on understanding your options and to develop a cash flow timeline. So I've been talking with my, my clients and, and others about two opportunities that they should be looking at, including applying for the emergency disaster loans. Uh, and if you're able to keep your doors open and employees working, you should be looking into the Paycheck Protection Program. If you're self-employed or you're a contractor and you don't have a lot of employees or there's no way that you're going to be able to bring employees back, there's other options out there. Uh, one of the options uh, that's there is the unemployment, unemployment and Pandemic Assistance Program that's out there that's part of the CARES Act. This isn't something that's been previously available, and so right now there's a lot of confusion around who's eligible uh, and how to apply for it. But you, you should be looking into those things with your advisor. And whatever you pursue, I think you should lay out your cash flow and expense timeline. You need to identify the gaps and expected timing of expenses. Get on the phone and talk with your creditors to see if you can arrange payments to conform with that anticipated uh, inflow. So if you know that that loan program is going to come through or your emergency loan is going to come through, understand when that might be uh, and update the timeline frequently. Stay in contact with your creditors. That's, I think, the most important and crucial thing to do. And, you know, has it been your experience working with your clients that when uh, a business owner does that, what what kind of reception are they getting I know you can't say carte blanche, but what's your experience on the other side, the people that they're calling to say, hey, look, I may not be able to pay you all that I owe you or whatever they might be calling them about. What's, how receptive is the supplier or the, or the person on the other end of the phone, Wayne? I think the reactions kind of span the, you know, the breadth of, of uh, emotion, but, but I think the most important thing is you know, as a business owner, you know you're doing what you can for your business partner. Right. I mean, the way we look at it, we look at our our, our business partners, uh, our external business partners, as part of our community, and so keeping them informed of things for us is critical for our relationship and to maintain that relationship. So, even if it's not well received, at least you've done what you can do to, you know, make yourself feel like you've you've done the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for the most part people understand this is unprecedented and that everybody's trying to do the best they can. So so you gave us kind of three ideas. Um, one was the emergency injury and disaster loan. The second one was the paycheck protection program. And the third one, which you said for people who maybe don't have employees, et cetera, what, what, can you share a little bit more about that third program that you talked about? Yeah, so you know, if you were in like a personal services business or you were a one-person uh, business, uh, you, you may not have paid into the unemployment uh, program, and consequently, you wouldn't normally be eligible for federal unemployment. With this program, you are, and in addition, you're you're eligible for pandemic unemployment assistance of an additional six hundred dollars a week. So between your federal unemployment and your pandemic assistance, you know, that would be close to $926 right around there per week. Mm -hmm. And that can, that can really help a lot of people. And I know it doesn't make up for, for everything, but at least it's something. Uh, these are state dependent programs. So your state has to opt into the federal program to have this work. 
in Michigan. Our our uh, program just went live on Monday, uh, but they're having problems with the website. You know, these a lot of people are trying to make application. So, Wayne, a couple more questions here. We only have a few minutes left on Critical Mass Radio Show and podcast. Um, so maybe. Not every business owner works well or works at all with a financial advisor. Some of them are DIYers or whatever or don't, like I said, they focus more on the business than that side. How can working with a financial advisor actually add value in this situation that we're in right now, Wayne? Well, I think uh, if you just take this situation, the forms and processes for these applications are not something you deal with uh, on a daily basis as a business owner. And they're new even for the advisors that are out there. But understanding how these programs generally work uh, is important. You know, if you feel like you're going at this alone or maybe your advisor's ignoring your calls or maybe just sending you web links and encouraging you to figure this out for yourself, <laughs> you know, if that's the case, maybe you're working with the wrong advisor. I think the right advisor, the one that adds value, is the one that's taking initiative. They're helping you identify which of these opportunities is best for your situation because they know your situation, they know you and your business, and they can help you interpret uh, which of the programs is, is the right the right program and come to the right conclusion. That advisor is working with you together during this difficult time. So if someone wants to learn more about the book or about you, where do you tell them to go online, Wayne? Well, you can, you can reach me through my author page, www.waynebtitus3.com. That's W-A-Y-N-E-B as in boy, T-I-T-U-S, the number three. Uh, or my firm website is www.ambgservices.com. Or you can send me a LinkedIn message at waynebtitus3. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for sharing your book. I, I hope it's a great success and continued success with your business as you're helping so many business owners navigate the uh, choppy waters that we're in right now. Thanks for being a, a friend of the program and a member of the ever-expanding Critical Mass for Business community. Thanks, Rick, for the opportunity to share this with you. Have a good day. You too. Our engineer for today is none other than Mr. Paul Roberts and our producers, without whom couldn't do the show each week, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and our newest producer, Vanessa Holland. If you'd like to connect with me, let's do it on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F as in Frank, R-A-N-Z as in Zebra I. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 